Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Divinely Aligned podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. I am sitting here on a Sunday. It is raining outside, and I spent this morning helping a new friend paint her new co-working space here locally. I'm really, really, really excited. I will share uh, more information as they have their, their launch later this summer. And after a year of working mostly from home, not doing retreats and not being able to gather with amazing women, being in a space together, talking business and being excited felt so, so, so good. And it felt actually really good to get a paintbrush in my hand and paint a space, like put, you know, put some sweat equity into it, even though it's not my space, it's going to be a community co-working space um, for women locally here who are either entrepreneurs or in business who need a space locally to work. It's going to be amazing. So that's what I did today. And now I'm home relaxing, eating some lasagna I made yesterday and going to be hanging out with another friend later this afternoon. So it's like a slow, easy go with the flow Sunday, which was my intention. Um, I wanted to share this with you. Um, last ep- couple episodes, I shared that I am going to be wrapping up my membership after six and a half, nearly seven years. And I shared all about the background and why I did that. And I've gotten some great feedback from you. So thank you for that. And I've also gotten some questions, like, how do you know when it's time to leave? How do you know when it's not fear? And I want to address with you today, in today's episode, I'm going to share why sometimes waiting is actually the best decision. um, And why it's important that sometimes instead of choosing, you wait a little bit so that you can fully trust your decision and trust your decision-making style and then what to do. So I'm going to share with you the three P's of how to know if you should make a decision or wait. And, and then if you have any more questions, I'd be happy to share to answer. Of course, you can always suggest the topic in my Instagram, just DM me there. Um, So as I mentioned, I decided to close my membership after six and a half years. This is our last month. We're having our combination call later this week. And it was not an easy decision. And it was one that I definitely went back and forth on pros, cons, yes, no, intuitive, yes, fear coming up, what, you know, disappointing the women in the circle, what's next, I don't know, there was a lot of steps that went into making this decision. So I don't want you to think like, oh, I just decided one day and I made the decision. Now, while there are decisions that I do make in that way, because they're so instant and super intuitive in my body, I can feel a clear yes, I don't need to check with anyone. Um, those, those kind of decisions are, you know, and they could be 
not so sometimes big, sometimes small decisions, but I've learned to listen to the cues of my body really, really well. I've learned to sit with decisions. I've learned to do these three P's, which I'm going to share with you in a little bit. Um, but this particular decision, it was a really big decision. It was a very pivotal shift in my business. It's actually pulling the roots of something that has been, you know, very significantly part of the foundation of my business over the last seven years. And to make that change is doing many things. One is it's creating a vacuum of space for something else to come in. It is releasing a significant portion of my income every month. And it is trusting that something else is on the way, right? Because it's not like I had something totally set beforehand. <laughs> I don't. Um, and that is a different kind of decision that you as a business owner or as someone who works for a company or just a human being <laughs> making decisions in life, you know, need to take into account many different factors. So bigger decisions more likely will take more consideration, more um, navigation of alternatives, more visioning. And I want to just encourage you that, you know, if there is a deadline for you, like you have to make a decision by a certain date because it's an external deadline. And even those sometimes aren't fully set in stone, right? So sometimes if you're just unclear, waiting can be the most beneficial thing you do. Waiting because you're too scared to make a decision is not what I'm talking about. When you're too scared to make a decision, you're actually by default saying yes to that thing because you're not saying no to it, right? You're still continuing to putter along even though it's not something you love. And this could be anything from being in a job that you don't like, um, living in a place that you don't fully love, you know, if circumstance allows you to make those changes, but you aren't making those changes because you're scared for some reason, then those are, you know, again, look, I'm not, I don't know your life, right? I'm not telling you exactly like you what to do. I am giving you background of my type of decision-making and you looking at your own decision-making process in a way that you take ownership of it. And sometimes here's an interesting thing. Sometimes you don't have to change the thing that you think you have to change. Sometimes it's a matter of placing better boundaries around your time in that thing. If it's a job that you are spending too much time on and you're not, you're, you're saying yes to too many projects, you're staying late and working every night instead of putting a boundary on your time or your, um, your boundaries around the kind of projects that you want to work on or if you're in a business, boundaries of having less distractions, getting more focused, getting support, right? So there's sometimes it's changing the way you're doing the thing that actually makes the thing that you're doing, whether it's a job or a location, much better for you, right? It always makes me think of like when someone uh, wants to sell their house, they all of a sudden start to do the repairs that they've been putting off for years. And then they do all the repairs and they're like, wait a minute, I love this house. It's amazing, right? If you've ever seen that show, like love it or list it, it's kind of like that. Like all of a sudden you put all this effort and energy into making something better. And then you're like, wait a minute, I actually like this thing. So sometimes it's just a matter of a refresh and it's a matter of, deciding that you're going to make the best of where you are right now. And then from the place of feeling better about where you are, then you can decide from a place of joy and a place of satisfaction. If you do want to make a change versus a place of feeling stagnant feeling bored and feeling frustrated or not liking where you are. Okay. And again, you're going to take this through your own lens because you're looking at your own decision-making process. I can't tell you what to do, but I want to guide you through these three P's because it's, it can, it can help you to give yourself a little bit of grace. It can help you to take a little bit more time 
it can help you to really sit with yourself long enough to list, start hearing that and listening to that internal guidance system, which you do have. Because for me, I've learned that, again, some decisions I can make very quickly and other decisions, I have to take it through my cycle of emotions and sleep and feeling really happy and feeling sad. And like, I had to take it through an emotional cycle, right? If you know anything about human design, I'm a manifesting generator. And for me, um, it means that I have this sort of longer decision-making cycle. And in order to fully own my decision and not feel like, oh, I said yes to something too quickly. And then 90 days later, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't really want to do that, which has happened before. <laughs> so I've learned and learned and learned that if I'm not sure, I'm not going to say yes, I'm going to hold, <laughs> like, just wait. I don't know yet. I'm good. I'm still deciding. And I've really learned to trust that in myself because once I get to a hell yes, and it feels amazing, I'm all in, like there's a hundred percent in, right? So I want you to, to just think about those times where you've maybe made the decision too quickly. And then over time, you're like, oh, that doesn't feel good anymore. Why did I say yes to that? I knew that there was part of me that didn't want to say yes, right? So it's just a matter of learning, not blaming your past self, not saying you were stupid or didn't do the right thing. It's just a matter of learning your decision-making process. You, you can hear me talking about this all the time. It's a really big aspect of trusting yourself. Okay, so the three Ps are when you're not sure, you're like, in the middle of a decision and you just aren't quite sure yet, the three Ps are pause, process, then proceed. Okay, so first pause. Give yourself a chance to pause. It's okay to tell someone if someone else is counting on your decision and you're 100%, not 100% sure, you can be honest and say, I'm not 100% sure yet, I need a little bit more time or I'm going to take another week or a weekend, I'm going to process, I'm gonna think about it, I'm going to journal about it. Right, whatever you need to do to make your processing better, but you're going to pause. And within that pause, it's very powerful to claim an intentional period of time where you are going to be within that question, within the inquiry, not just to pause to go sit and watch Netflix or distract yourself by scrolling social media or asking for 10 people's opinions. That's not a pause. What a pause is an intentional time to sit with a question, to intentionally contemplate it, like the lost art of contemplation, right? Not constantly distracting your mind with social media and other people's stuff. Um, maybe even taking a weekend or a week to like not listen to any podcasts or not read any books. Now I listen, there's a million times where I've gotten inspired by podcasts and a book and or a book and or a conversation and helped me to make a decision. Only you know whether you need some quiet to contemplate or whether you need to be creative to contemplate, right? Sometimes if you wanna go into nature or you wanna do a creative project or you like today I was painting the wall and I'm like, oh, I'm getting so much, my mind felt so clear. Like I felt so good just doing something physical and not so much in my mind. And, it, and you know, I can see if I was in some kind of contemplation or, or current decision, it would really help me to do something like that too. So pausing means an intentional period of time where you decide whether you need quiet, whether you need, like for me, I love, taking long car rides, sometimes in silence, sometimes with music. I feel like I have so many ahas and decision, decision um, awareness points when I'm driving long-term, like long distance, more than 20, 30 minutes, like an hour or more. So I love to do that. Um, I love to be in nature. I love to put on music with just, you know, maybe like do something fun around the house or even cleaning, right? Like you have to, you know this about yourself. So you know where you get your best ideas. Um, taking a bath, taking a shower, 
doing something really fun just for yourself, dancing, right? Whatever you need to do to have an intentional boundary of time where you are contemplating a question without, without trying to figure it out, right? The, the point is not to try to figure it out. The point is to quiet down enough of that internal noise so that you start to hear that guidance because you know what a yes feels like in your body in some areas, right? But in other areas, it can feel more murky because we have so many other social noises in our, in our heads, in our minds. So getting to that space where you can actually hear yourself can give you that clarity. The second point is process, actually process it. Like what decision-making processes have worked for you in the past? So choose a process. I teach many kinds of decision-making processes um, one that I love the most probably is journaling, just letting my mind go wherever it needs to go, having some music on, maybe some binaural beats, having a nice yummy drink next to me and just kind of giving myself time to journal through it, ask myself questions and answer those questions. <laughs> like what if, imagine if, what's possible if, and it's really important to ask yourself open-ended questions. Um, I have actually a really cool uh, program that I created a while back called the Inner Light Journal Experience, where I, I help you ask these kind of questions. Um, so if you want that, let me know. I don't think it's available anywhere currently um, on my site. It might be on Instagram. I'm not sure. Um, the other thing that I teach is for processing is something called mind mapping. And you can just look that up. There's many ways to mind map, but basically you put the topic in the middle with a circle around it and you start making these little like bubbles around it to give you ideas, like some options, put out all your options. It's actually quite amazing when you have the options see and you see them on paper, you start to get more clarity on which ones feel good, which ones activate energy in your body, which ones feel expansive to your heart, which ones feel more contracting to your heart. So processing in a way that feels good to you, whether it's journaling, whether it's mind mapping, whether it's going for a long drive, going for a long walk, but like intentionally doing it. So those are more like the pause pieces. So you bring those back around. If you go for a long walk, you come back and then you start processing it, whether you like are super creative and want to draw it out or you want to write it out or you want to make a list, a long list of the pros and cons. Pros and cons can be a little bit limiting in the way that they sort of make your brain say good or bad. And that's not necessarily the point of this process, though you might want to do that as part of your process. But I find that it's a lot more creative to do something like journaling or mind mapping um, or even taking a big piece of butcher paper or flip chart and just start to like, you know, create a, a hundred reasons why you, you're excited or a hundred, you know, something like that. Um, there's a lot of processes that you can look up for decision making. And then, and only then, after you've paused, after you've processed, then you can proceed. But don't proceed until you've paused and processed. So it's okay to not be ready to make a decision when somebody else is ready for you to make that decision. So I hope that you have taken a decision. If you haven't, what I want you to do now is if you've already sort of thought of something, I want you to like actually put it pen to paper. Putting pen to paper is a very important aspect of decision-making. And I think we tend to skip over it quite a bit, especially if you're like me or you're like, I know myself really well, I can just make a decision. But I, I find that the more I let myself contemplate, the more I let myself be in the pause and the not knowing, the more I can start trusting that I, I will know when I know. I will know when I see it, I will know it when I know it, and I will know it when I tell you. And that you really kind of get it back into your, taking back the power of your decision-making. So I want you to right now, think about something that you've been trying to figure out with your mind, with your brain, 
And instead, give yourself permission to go through the pause process and then proceed framework where you can set a specific amount of time where you are going to not make a decision. And I want you to just feel how that feels in your body. <laughs> Cause I find that with myself and with my clients, they're like, oh, okay, good. I don't have to decide right now. And then all of a sudden it's like your nervous system just settles down and you can start finding fun ways to pause, to be an active in an active intentional pause, right? Not just distracted pause, an active intentional pause and doing things where you give yourself a chance to just be creatively imaginative, not decide, be inspired, go walk around a museum, like whatever it is you need to do to be in that pause, but also intentionally active in being in that question. And then taking it through that process phase where you actually take pen to paper and you start either journaling or mind mapping Whatever, whatever you feel called to, making a list of the things that have now occurred to you throughout this pause. And then, and only then, and when you have that clarity and listen, you know, ultimately you might only get to like 98% sure or maybe 90 or 85% sure, right? So there might still be that fear or that question. Sometimes that won't be hundred percent eliminated and that's okay. You just have to understand your own risk tolerance, right? Because sometimes making a decision creates risk somewhere or creates unknown or creates some aspect of like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Or if you're moving to a new city, or if you're, you know, taking on a new job or a new project or a new direction in your business, like, I don't know what's next hundred percent and how it's going to look over the next six months and beyond. I'm still in quite a bit of inquiry, but I got a lot of clarity in terms of what needs to be released. And now I'm still like in this new pause process proceed phase, right? With what's next. So it's going to be an ongoing pause process proceed if you are someone who is growing and evolving and taking risks and trying new things. There's always going to be this pause process proceed framework for you. And sometimes it'll happen over a day or over a weekend. And sometimes it'll be a six month decision, right? Where you really need to take a lot of time because the effects and the ripples that affect other people around you are going to be much bigger, right? Like deciding to move to another country or ending a part of my business, right? Those are bigger ripples. So I needed to pause for a lot longer. So I hope you got something out of it. I'd love to hear from you and hear what your takeaways are. And if you go through the process, I'd love to hear that as well. Um, you can find me over on Instagram, of course, as always, Elena underscore Lipson. You can leave a review and comment to let me know what you thought here on iTunes. And as always, you can reach me at info at elenalipson.com with any questions or podcast ideas. And yeah, that's what I got for you today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, whether it's sunny or rainy or anything in between. I hope you trust yourself to take inspired action when you're ready, but then when you have that in, indecision, which is okay, that you take that time to pause, process, and then proceed. All right. I'll see you on the next episode of the Divinely Aligned Podcast and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series 
for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipsom.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.